that shit right now. Hold on, let me rewind it and take it back. Shout out to my baby, my baby, her. I remember screaming her name at Wamu, Wamu Theater. That is. You went to that show? The, I love you. The Bryson. Oh, I went there, man. That was lovely. That was like the mountain I knew. Oh my god. What a nice. If you got it, it ain't a question. Oh, it ain't no one for guessing. No more than emotionally invested. Showing you all my imperfections. Showing you all my imperfections. Okay. If I let you, don't take me for granted. If I let you, motherfucker, yeah. you would. If I were to think you could manage, manage, yeah. Come on. This night, I've seen her at once. 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 Wait, Kim. It's like you're fucking crazy. Bro, I'm, 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 Nobody wants to be accountable for shit. Yeah, accountability. Nobody wants to be accountable for shit. I gotta send you the Shout out to Deb, Deb okay. Cox. That's what's up. Yeah, she had an old soul, but um, from the beginning, um, I've always enjoyed her music and you know how she does it, man. Facts and Avenue from the first joint. That was just shit. I had a rotation, man. Heavy repeat. So I'm excited for today. It's a good day, man. It's a beautiful day. It's a good day to be alive. For sure. It's yes, a it good is. day to be alive. Hello everyone, welcome back. Man, first to off, it's good. It's good to um see you, man. You just had a surgery that was serious. Yeah. Um, and uh, first off, I did pray for you heavily. Appreciate you. First thing was like, I'm pulling up on you, and he was like, "Nigga, COVID." And I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> but pops was there for you, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. 
No, it was really good to see because uh, appreciate you. Shit, you know how many people we've lost since. Yeah, fucking high school. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's good to see, man. I thank God that you're still here. Um, and a lot of people probably realize they actually cared for you in that moment. Yeah, <laughs> like for real. It was um, it was cool getting hit up by so many people. Yeah. What wasn't cool was the fake shit. Oh yeah. So just okay. One again, welcome everybody back to the Reese Really Show. I'm Reese. Really checking you know, in. We here. Um, again, great day. If you guys didn't know, because some people don't, because people don't, you know, follow us on social media and all that type of shit. Um, I had life saving surgery last week. Almost died. Life saving. Literally, like not no exaggeration. I know people exaggerate when they yeah. say shit. Almost died, man. Yeah, no, it was some real, you know. Um, and we'll get into what happened, but there was a lot of people who was like. I realize a lot of people just want to know what's going on. They don't even care. People don't really care. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Had, had a ton of people on my line who just was asking. And I appreciate just, you know, reaching out. People saying, I hope you're well. But people will ask and just be just to be in your business. Yeah. And I realize that because it felt the same way it felt, at, you know, when I was going through the shit with my ex and she was yeah. saying all that shit. It's like, I talk to you maybe three or four times a year. Man, if that. You know what I'm saying? And you're reaching out. And I understand because you've seen something on social media, so you're concerned. Yeah. It's a gift and a curse that I'm hella accessible to people. Yeah. You know, because like, if you didn't know where I live, then you have my number. If you follow me on social media, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just hella levels of access. But you can tell when the love is genuine and it's real. You know what I mean? And I appreciate my people, you know. Because there's some you, people you don't talk to all the time that you know is genuine, though. Yeah. Because they don't expect much of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's some people I don't talk about. I know that, hey, hey, man, you good? Like, there's there's a few. So right. So, we'll yeah, yeah. give them their props because there's a few people they don't talk to all the time. But I know you're like, okay. Well, I know you actually care about how I'm doing. Exactly, you know yeah. Because we'll have a conversation. Yeah, exactly. I know you give a fuck. I'm going to yeah. tell you what's real, what's yeah. going on. You know what I mean? For sure. Other people, you just kind of got to learn to weed out. I think that's a um, that's a lesson that we all have to learn. Who really gives a fuck? And then people you can't let into your space. Exactly. And I, I, was gonna, I wasn't going to say space, but I was going to say, you know, just let into your business, which is your space. Right, right. The same right. difference. You know what I'm saying? It's like um, so much going on, and, you know, people be asking questions, and if they ain't asking, they're behind the scenes talking. You know what I'm saying? Which is still right. messy, but it's it's just, you know, it's sad that what you got to go through to see who's who right. and how many times you got to go through it. Like, you know what I'm saying? We've been yeah. through hardships, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like every time it's like, okay, well, damn, I just seen this in you. You know what I'm saying? Right. I learned about myself. I'm finding out shit about people. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, it's an interesting thing to see. So just to get into what happened, um, I just, I just want to say I'm glad we're back. I'm glad to be recording. Yeah. I'm glad no, yeah. to be. It feels good. We took a couple of weeks off and I didn't yeah. want to take the time off. I was like, yo, I'm trying to get back to potting. I understand like, that, but take care of yourself, bro. I'm like, I'm good. It's like, no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> not from what you just told me. Yeah, heal up. Yeah. So, okay, so uh, over the past couple months, I've had some health issues. I seen if some of you guys know, I posted on Instagram and was like, yo, I went to the urgent care. I couldn't breathe. They basically turned me away. They said, you know, if you don't have COVID, basically, you know, we're not gonna see you. Not gonna treat you. Can't even let you inside the urgent care facility. And I'm like, that's bullshit. But okay, whatever. Um, I went to the hospital again because I had blood on my stool, right? Which scared the shit out of me. Right? Definitely, yeah. But I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? So I go, the lady, um, the lady doctor that was there, she was basically like, oh, we think it's an ulcer. I'm like, it's not a fucking ulcer, bro. Like, I'm not even in pain. You know, I know what an ulcer is. I understand what that is. That's not this. It's not this. Yeah. Then they did some blood work and they were like, oh, you're anemic. Well, what's causing the bleeding, bitch? That's what I'm concerned about. Bitch, help me. Yeah. Help me. Fuck is going on? So, basically, they just, like, sent me away. They prescribed me some iron pills. It was like, we can't really detect what's going on. 
they fucking put this little plastic shit in my butt that was like, we're going to do like a prostate, yeah. whatever. And I'm like, bro, don't fucking violate me, for one. You know what I'm saying? And then don't violate me just to tell me that you can't find nothing that's wrong. <laughs> Something's fucking wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? So lately, every <laughs> every t- I couldn't even walk up a flight of stairs. You seen when I was when we was coming to the house? You seen you was like, bro, you cool? You can't breathe? You tired? And so um, I got in the shower Tuesday, and I was hella winded in the shower. I'm like, yeah. Why do I feel like this? You know, like I'm just taking a shower. There's no reason I should be out of breath. Yeah. I get out the shower and I pass out. Literally fell on my bathroom floor. Woke up maybe a couple minutes later. Called my dad. Pops, can you take me to the emergency room? My parents live 15 minutes away. My dad was like, I'm on the way. Then I was like, let me open the door for him just in case anything happens to me before he gets here, you know? Just in case. Yeah, so I'm getting dressed again. getting I'm getting dressed on the couch, and I pass out again. My pops comes in. He grabs me, um, puts me in the car. We go to the ER. Um, By this time, I'm in hella pain, just like sitting down, right? I was hurting. Yeah, because I had uh, hemorrhoids. But before, they were just internal. I had no idea that because they weren't protruding, it wasn't sticking out, nothing. Yeah. Now they're starting to protrude. And so when we get to the ER, they're doing blood work and all this other stuff. And so the uh, lady tells me, hey, we got to draw some blood, you know, get samples of your shit, you know what I'm saying, all this other stuff. Don't get up. It's like, you don't have regular blood flow. I can tell right now you look really pale. I'm like, how can you tell? She was like, well, you look at your nail bed. Your nail beds are hella pale. Your hands are, you know, they're not pink like they're supposed to be, yeah. you know what I'm saying, on the side. Under your eyelids is white. It's not pink like it's supposed yeah. to be. You don't have normal blood flow. I'm concerned about that. We're going to do a blood test. So it turns out, lady says, when people come in here, they're supposed to have, like, their blood counts will be, like, 14 to 15. Yeah. 15 is, like, the highest, you know, A1, your healthy GP. Yeah. She said, um, if you were under a 7, we would give you a blood transfusion right away. You're at a 3.1. You need blood immediately. And then... She was like, we never see people come in here with blood counts this low and live. And, like, looking at me and talking and, yeah. Yeah, she was like, so how you're dysfunctional right now is, is beyond me. It's crazy. <laughs> she was like, because you're only operating off of 20% of the blood in your body. You only have 20% of the blood that's supposed to be in your body. Shit. You've had internal bleeding for so long and so it's regularly. Bleeding it's, out. You're bleeding out. It's bleeding out through the shit. So it was crazy. And so I instantly got a blood transfusion. It was O negative, I think. So then... Between Tuesday night and Wednesday morning, I had seven blood transfusions. That's scary. And they were like, even though we're putting blood into your body, we expect your body to expel some of this blood and some of this IV. So you got to stay here until your blood count is at least above a seven. Yeah. And so uh, it was like 4.1 the first time I seen it tested, and it just, you know, it was going up from there. But, um, oh, shit, there's that. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, they were just keeping a track on me and shit like that. Wednesday morning... They were like, okay, we're going to do one of two things first. We're going to do a colonoscopy on you, and then you need to have a surgery. And <laughs> the doctor, this white woman, Dr. Destar, and Dr. – what was the Indian dude's name? Uh, Rob, Robbie? Rob, Dr. Robbie, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Robbie's the lead doctor. Dr. Destar was the surgeon. Dr. Destar was like, why would you ha- do a colonoscopy on him? She's like, you know that if you do a colonoscopy, which I didn't know at the time. You do a colonoscopy, they give you like this – Procedure first, or I give you this liquid to make you shit, because they got to clear out your. Sorry, they got to clear out your bowels, you know, and so um, they were like, she was like, but if he's losing the majority of the blood through his stool, yeah, why would you give him a process to make him shit more? Shit more, his blood's coming. He's gonna, he's gonna come right out, you know. Like we haven't stopped the internal bleeding yet. 
She's like, so what we'll do is we'll do the surgery first, and you can come back in 10 weeks for the colonoscopy, whatever, mm-hmm. right? So we did the surgery. Now, I'm scared as shit. Yeah. My dad is over here trying to crack jokes with all the nurses and shit. <laughs> He's popping it, cracking all type of jokes. I'm, I've am i never been through surgery before. Yeah, this shit's scary. So I'm like, you went on, Did you go under? Yeah. Oh. So hey, like, they're yeah. about to put, like, fam, I don't, yeah, shut up. Just, that, I've been under, I've been under. That's just scary. My dad, the dude came in the room, the the, the nurse, right? This dude, he was a, he had, he's a redhead. I think I told you before, my dad did the uh, the 23andMe or the Ancestry.com <laughs> shit, right? So dude's a, dude's a redhead. My dad's like, oh, are you Irish? And dude's like, what? No. He goes, oh, yeah, because I'm 15% Irish. Dad, shut the fuck up. Everybody trying to listen to that shit. shit. I'm trying to crack jokes and be cool with these niggas, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get fucking worked up, man. Yeah, Sam, man. Send a purr up, nigga. Shut the fuck up. So we, get, so we go through the surgery, and they tell me that the um, it was like a mass of like in, hemorrhoids. It was internal. Yeah. That's why I couldn't feel it. So they said it was the size of a cake donut. Yeah. They said it was like the size of like an old-fashioned donut. Like. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is odd. So I spent the next couple of days not really being able to walk. Walk or nothing. Yeah. Couldn't really pee on my own. Ooh. It sucked. Yeah, a uh, uh, catheter? No. No. They give you this thing. They asked me if I wanted one. Fuck, I'm not doing that. They said no. Not at all. So they gave me this handheld thing. It's like a little jug. It's yeah. called a, a, a urinal. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so you can just basically, like, if you need to go pee, just like, kind of like roll over and just pee into the joint. And then yeah. somebody come empty it for you or whatever. All right. And so... um. The first time I, I peed in a thing, it was only like 300 milliliters. It was like, you know, some super small amount. But the swelling was so bad from the surgery that yeah, the pressure, it was, it was yeah. pressing on my bladder. Yeah. So they came and did like a um, an ultrasound on my bladder to show how much like liquid I had in there. And then they gave me this medicine called Flomax. It's supposed to like help you pee, like get your, you know, get it out your body. Man, the next time I went pee, which was some hours later, I filled that motherfucker up. That goddamn thing is so Gotta cut it cool. off. <laughs> cut it off. That's when, I, that's when I tweeted. I was like, I just went people myself for the first time. You guys don't understand how stressful it's been. Like, Clap it off, man. Bro, I'm telling you. Cause I thought it was going to leak over. Yeah. I thought it was a wrap. Those are the pisses where you can't even feel the end. You're just like. Yeah. You're just going. So the thing is like a thousand milliliters. I think I filled up like 800. I was worried. <laughs> I was, st- I no, was I'm telling you, that shit's at the rim. Have you ever pissed in the cup? Yeah. You have to do that. Absolutely. Like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh. Pissing a Gatorade bottle, yeah. that shit get to the end. You're like, God damn, you got to back up. I didn't know I had all this in me. Bruh. Uh. So, <laughs> so I, uh, like I said, I went in t- Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. I left Saturday night. Um, and they had put me in this room with this old dude who was like, I feel like he was racist. This nigga was like ignoring me. Every time somebody would come into the room, he would tell somebody, yeah, this guy came in at four in the morning. And he would just, he just kept saying that. So then I was trying to apologize to him for the noise that I was making, like going back and forth to the bathroom. And he wouldn't even like acknowledge me. I was like, man, get me out this room, man. So then they put me in a room by myself, and that was that was cool. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I don't have to. I almost shit myself, which is also stupid as fuck. Well, you're in the hospital. It's different. They told, That's what they was. The nurses was like, it's cool. But I was like, it's not cool because I'm a grown-ass man, and I've never shit myself before. No matter what my condition is, man, like this is not cool. Yeah, I got surgery on my leg. I didn't shit, but I sharted. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm talking about the I. I was almost running. I woke up and like, I'm looking around and I'm know I can feel my stomach. Yeah. But I'm still kind of coming off of the meds. I'm in the recovery room. Right. Yeah, I, I'm talking about. I got the, the 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 gumption to sit up and put my legs over the bed, but as soon as I stood up, I just fell. Mm. 
man. Yeah, yeah, the jello legs. Yeah. That's like, what happened to me, didn't, too. Yeah. Didn't feel like I'm laying down. So I right. just throw them over the edge. I'm like, oh, bloop. So, okay, well, I'll just sit here. And right, somebody- yeah. <laughs> Wait for somebody to come. Yeah. <laughs> well, mom knew it was there, came in there, but it was just like, yeah, man, you, you, you can't control that. So you can't be embarrassed by that, man. I was I was more embarrassed that, like, it's just happened to me, period. That's cool. You're alive, though, man. For real, for real. I'm super appreciative of Dr. DeStar and the rest of the surgery team. Ivy that was in there. Yeah. Uh, the first night I was in there, chick, Olivia, she was super fucking cool. Yeah. Um, you hit on her, did you? Cold, no, no, no. Okay. No, no. I wasn't in no condition to. Oh, no. You got no, surgery, fam. I had surgery on my ass. Ain't oh, nobody no. I'm trying to I'm pop in. I'm hearing that from Reese, man. I know you. I understand, but no. Your it dad was in there. It's, you have your dad's DNA. He was in there popping and <laughs> cracking jokes. Nah, not, not after getting surgery on your ass. <laughs> not at all. Buttons. I put fucking stitches in my ass, B. Yeah, congrats, bro. You're alive. No, I mean, I'm appreciative. Yeah. I'm just saying, you're not in even the condition the time, to pop you it. You couldn't even make me laugh at the time because I know two people who died from eternal bleeding. Oh, okay. I do. I know a person that shot himself on accident mm-hmm. and died a year later because he didn't hit mm-hmm. it right. He was bleeding. Right. And um, I know somebody else who got shot, and they were alive in a hospital for a month, like they were going to be good, like they were going to be good. Yeah. And then um, ended up passing away from internal bleeding. So, gotcha. you know, I take it more serious than, you know, I couldn't even find it. Even right, right, right. I ain't cracked a joke yet about that. Yeah. Because I can't find it funny. Yeah, no, I understand. I get it. I uh, just... I don't know how many ex- near-death experiences I'm going to have in life. I mean, well, it's a blessing to have because we've, we've all had them. And I mean, it just sucks that you think you're doing, you know. Right. Not the best you can do to keep yourself healthy, but, you know, nah, you're not just, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, yeah. fuck my appetite. I mean, fuck my diet and, you know, fuck physical workout right. and all that. So it's just like, damn, that's fucked up. But it's better to catch shit now, man. Like, yeah. it really is. Um, Indoor went through that where he had a cancerous tumor in his arm. In his, in his shoulder, right? Shoulder or something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's just, you know, Shout out 30, to Doe, man. We're 30 years old. So, you know what right. I'm saying? It's just like a shock. Like, damn, this is real. Like, this yeah. really happens. You know what I'm saying? So so now the next thing is just going back for the checkups. I went uh, the other day. I went on Sunday just for a quick little, you know, checkup, make sure yeah. everything's cool. Right. Make sure nothing, you know, the swelling's not bad, nowhere. You know what I'm saying? All that. I seen you tweet about risking their stitches. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. I'm not supposed to have sex for six weeks. Okay, cool. So any sexual activity will bust my stitches. How you gonna live up to it? <laughs> I don't know if I will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I will. Oh, uh, for some poor lady's gonna put you back in the hospital. <laughs> it's gonna be a wrap. I put like, this thing on him; he couldn't handle it. Fam, I don't even. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's okay. I don't even, <laughs> Everything's not for the pod. So. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I, yeah, we'll we'll link offline. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it is crazy, man, because, like, there's been chicks that hit me up, like, oh, Reese, I'll, I'll cook for you, and da-da-da. I'm like, I'm at my parents' house in Spanaway. Like, you're not about to come <laughs> out here. Like, you think I won't come to Spanaway? Uh, Bitch, when I lived in the South End, you wasn't you, trying to come over would, there. And Yeah, you wouldn't try to pop up That's where it'd be like, you just want to be around in this time, or you want to know my business. Yeah. Like, you don't really, because if it's somebody where you actually literally have that example of, you wasn't fucking with me at this time or that time, you know what I'm saying, when it was easier to fuck with me. How do I expect when it was the easiest? Well, how am I supposed to expect you fuck with me now wholeheartedly? Like you really care about right. what I'm going through. Like people don't realize how it affects men, man or woman. You you got to think about what you're offering to somebody that you're not around all the time. It is a great gesture, but at the same time, you know, if somebody died, whatever I can do. Like now, I'm not gonna ask you for shit. Right? <laughs> like, exactly. You know what I'm yeah, I'm not. It, <laughs> was, it was cool to get the phone calls and the text messages. Like you know, if you need something, you know what I mean. But like, yeah. I know my core people. 
Yeah. It's you, Akeem, yeah. Che. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Naima hit me like. Yeah. And shout out to Naima for helping providing the space for us to record. Oh, no, yeah. First off, we're, on, we're at the farm right now. Yeah, we're at the farm, man. Beautiful yeah. greenery. Yes. Shout be. out to Naima. And um, I think she just got hit up by CNN to do <sighs> that's like, an interview or something like that. That's yeah. Huge. So we're getting a lot of coverage. So shout out to Naima, man. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know my people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And even like some friends that I have, like, that's in the league and, you know, some cats that's like, you know, got some real money hit me up and I know that they'll take it because they've helped me in the past. Yeah. Other people who've never helped anything ever, just like, I know you don't really want shit. There's lip service for you. It's lip service and you want to be able to say you did something for me. Yeah. I don't need none of that. I, I don't need that at all. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's not to say that I don't appreciate the attention being brought to this, you know what I'm saying? But again, like that's born of you being nosy more times than not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's I got to go back um, like I said, do the colonoscopy. That's gonna be some bullshit. I gotta get another ear. This shit is stupid. Do you see this shit? I'm not even noticing. Oh, look, bro. This shit grew back and it grew back fast. Well, that's what happens sometimes. They say that. Why well, had mine? There was like, yeah. a risk of it growing back. Mine's didn't. Ronell's did. See this shit? It grew back. It, it had. It, I got the surgery. Was it last May? Yeah. I think it was last April or May. I got my kilo removed, and I was living life. He was, acting, he was acting brand new. Oh yeah, should have been. Yeah, uh, man, he didn't know any of us. We had to really, literally hunt him down and um, look here, man. Force him to have fun with us. I had a new ear. That shit was popping. He almost changed his number, and I was like, no. I started changing my number. Yeah, yeah. No, this one chick hit me up and was like, I thought you changed your number. I was like, Why you say that? She's like, well, You got a new ear. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I want to hear new shit. So Kilo grew back in like different, like multiple parts. It's it's stupid. I hate it, but it I'm grew a like, body. I'm a <laughs> god damn it. I'm a um, get the surgery. Um, some point in time within the next couple of months. Yeah. Just to get it removed and go through the. They definitely should do it. I'm thankful mine's going to go back because my skin keloids everywhere. Does it? My stab wounds where I cut my finger off. Actually really? Cut my wrist. All that shit whelps up. Oh, man. That's weak. Even tattoos. I had my, my tattoo keloided just a little bit. Yeah. Not not enough to where anybody else could tell. Yeah. But I felt like a, a couple of little bumps. But yeah. on my ears, just. That's the thing. That's crazy. Man. And it's crazy because, you know, your ears continue to grow your whole life. Your yeah. ears, your they nose, yeah. and your feet, I think, and your hands. Yeah. Continue, they grow your whole life. Um, I did want to bring this up. Okay, so yeah, so that was me. Almost died. Let me see. We got an agenda here. Um, I wanted to talk about there was a young lady. First and foremost, we've talked about OnlyFans several times, right? Oh, yeah, a lot. We, we talked about sex workers. We've talked about. Uh, respecting sex workers, yeah. right? But how would you feel if you just if your ex girlfriend became a sex worker right after you guys broke up? You said what again? How would you feel if your ex girlfriend became a sex worker right after you broke up? Um, I should have pimped. Now that's not that's not my situation, but I'm just I sh- I, sh- I should have been more open to what she wanted. What if you didn't know though? If that's the thing, like ain't no, I don't. See, because I'm savvy in those areas, uh-huh. there's always ways of seeing that shit. Got you. Like, literally. Like, that. that's a different crave, you know? That's a, either a problem they had growing up, or it's either them craving, like, some women really okay. just like sex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sexual. let me tell you the situation. This happened to me recently, right? I'm talking to Nye, right? Me and Nye are talking. And I'm like, Nye, you know so-and-so, right? Like, this girl who remained nameless. I used to mess with her back in the day. Word of Big Bird. Mess with this chick back in the day. Then I got a girlfriend. She got a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Right? We keep in touch. She's cool. She's around all my people. Everybody knows her. You know yeah. All my folks. All that. And uh, I broke up with my ex. Okay. 
I could catch wind that she breaks up with her ex. Right. Right? So I'm like, oh, man, what's, what's popping? Now I'm thinking, because she got fine. Like, like she was cool, but then she glowed up. Because she got fine. Fine. I'm like, oh, this is the time. <laughs> this is now. Do you know what I'm saying? Because we've been cool this whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we talk, you know, off and on. We compliment each other. And, oh, okay, Reese, I see you. Every time I'll, get, I'll get a haircut or something. She'll be like, oh, you look nice. You look handsome, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? So now's the time, I'm thinking. So on her Instagram, she's like catching flights, you know, back and forth. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking she broke up with the niggas. She got to get her mind off. She's of living life, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just got out of fresh relationship. You're traveling and, you know what I'm saying, doing all this other stuff. And so Nye tells me, oh, she's hoeing. I said, excuse me? Uh-huh. Nye said, oh, she, yeah, she's hoeing. So-and-so told me she's hoeing. She got a, you know, little, she's like, I'll, I'll try to send you the page when I find it, right? So I'm like, nah, she not hoeing. Like, come on, man. You, yeah. You kidding me. Nah. <laughs> so I'm I'm on Instagram. I see somebody else's page, right? I see homegirl like somebody's picture. I hadn't thought about it in like a couple weeks, right? So I click on her page. There's an OnlyFans link in the in the description. So now I'm you like subscribed. Absolutely. <laughs> it was twelve dollars. Absolutely, I did. She, she was twelve dollars. I got the twelve dollars. <laughs> I got that twelve for you, baby. Yeah, it broke my heart. Uh. I'm looking at the OnlyFans like <laughs> this. Is how you get done? You gotta be kidding me! Oh, you get smacked around, fam. She's doing the absolute most on the OnlyFans. Yeah, I know she is, man. And I'm looking, and she's still fine. That's what's so sad about it. Look so I'm at looking at her, but come on, you doing all this? Getting smacked around with the penis. She luckily there's no dudes on the OnlyFans. It's just her. Oh. It's just her showing off. But it's like, come on, man. Yeah. You doing all this? Well, it happens, man. I want to save her. <laughs> <laughs> that was my. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just want to get her and be like, yo, you listen, don't have to dog. do none of this. Listen, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Now, see, the thing is, some people are forced into that life. Some women are, and that's horrible. And that's something that you you definitely should never do. You should never force a woman to do anything. Of course not. Women to do anything. Of course not, yeah. Now, that being said, there's a lot of women that will do it uh-huh. with the man or without one. Without a woman, without one. Because there are madams, too. There literally are women who are going to be prostitutes or be hoes or escorts right. regardless. It's just if they want to do it with a man or whatever. Right. My thing is that. A lot of these people that say they don't know they're doing it or hiding, they're always doing it in a certain way. They're just going right. away doing it, you know? Yeah. She's always, she was probably sexual with you or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the thing was, she had deeper lining issues, you know what I'm saying? That where she felt like she wasn't getting enough attention or enough of something. Because if it's fine she is, you know, no, that don't matter about how right. everybody feels emotionally, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, 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 right. So, you know, it, it's, it's shocking, you know what I'm saying? But I've seen it a million times. I just... It's, it's her choice. Do whatever you want to do, sweetheart. Live your life. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, she's going by a different name on the thing and oh, all this shit. Oh, of course, you got to. I've, I, that happened to me one time where I met a woman. I was like, damn. You really in here, huh? In here shaking ass. You just. Getting a thumb in your butt, huh? Come you, on, you man. You don't need that, man. You don't need that. You, do- <laughs> you don't need that energy, baby. So, you know, it happens. And that's, that's real. You know? So, it's definitely kind of. But look. But you. Yeah. You're doing this, she, but that I mean, she's been fucking for so long, she was free fucking. She was like, Fuck that, I'm getting paid. Just pay, just paid. fine, though. Like, yeah. come on, you just still gonna be that fine, yeah. It's the finest she ever been, yeah. All right, we gotta. I want to save her, I do. I want to, <laughs> I'd reason I put his cape on. I, just, I do, though. 
He's about to put his cape on. Man. I want to, yeah, I want to know how to actually reach out to her. I don't know if I still have her uh, her number. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, she's yeah, about to nah. change it and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. <sighs> Can't save hoes, man. It's good money. Can't save hoes. Oh, she got the little. She sent me the little thing. She said, "Hey there, thanks for subscribing." Subscribe, really appreciate it. Aww. I also take requests and do custom vids too. Hey. Just let me know. I, let me not. Let me stop. Here you go, man. Nope. That's your opportunity to hit her up. What's happening? What, you, what kind of custom vids you be doing? What kind of requests? You do meetups? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys hear Reese right? That boy, man. That boy got stretch pants. That boy got stretch pants. <laughs> you do meetups? This dude, right, man. We gotta uh, make a quick phone call. Who we got called Deontay Damper. Okay. Deontay okay. Damper is the chair member of um, of the NAACP Seattle chapter. He is currently running for president of the NAACP Seattle chapter. Uh, so we're about to call Deontay right now. Neil. Let's get this going. He just texted me to you guys calling? Yes, we're calling, fool. Answer the phone. So y'all going to call me or what? I know, right? <laughs> Talked to bro this morning. He's putting his cigarette out right now. <laughs> Maybe. He was buying cigarettes this morning when I talked about the story. <laughs> Come on, fool. Hey, do us in the pot. You set us up already in real life, nigga. See? I can't. <laughs> I, I can't vouch for your family. Please leave your message for right, well, two zero. Let's knock out this next subject because we don't see, get turned down in the pod. See, see, Deontay, <laughs> it's the second time you didn't flake on this. You didn't. Yeah, man, I, I can't wait on him. Um, <laughs> so what? Um, that was the price of pussy has gone down, right? Oh no, that wasn't that. Okay, so I did want to talk about that though. All right, the price of pussy has gone down for sure, and you know why? Customer service has gone down. Um, I I can I can agree with that a little bit. Yeah. And customer service, what do you mean? I go into detail because I'm doing business and management right now, right? So okay. I'm reading all these articles and yeah. learning all these key terms and stuff. Uh -huh. So when it comes to customer service, what does yeah. that entail? What customer that service mean? is not what it was at, one, at a point in time right. so within the sex industry, right? Okay. So let's, let's take the strip club, for example, right? Okay. I go to the strip club, and at a point in time, it was whatever whatever you want the chick to do, she's going to do. Right? Yeah. As long as you pay for it. Yeah. So it's solid. Um, and they treat you nice, and they treat you like, you know, whatever. Hospitable. Extremely hospitable. Yeah. It's not that way anymore. At all. They're like, here. Because <laughs> now the sex industry is being looked at as just something that's just expected of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's no pleasantries anymore. There was a sex worker I was talking with last year. I think I told you. I would just, there was times where I would just show up, and I never paid for nothing with her. But I would go to her house and get massages. You know what I'm saying? Get rubbed down. All type of amazing shit. You know what I'm saying? I hit her up now. She's like, I'm only taking appointments. What's up? Damn, bitch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm not paying for it Enough, so. enough freebies on her end Yeah. Uh, well we was I was fucking with her I mean yeah I mean Yeah but now it's, now it's I'm only taking You know what I'm saying I would show up before And get the complete You know what I'm saying The whole package body. for free Yeah man <laughs> Get the whole everything You know what I'm saying Because you cared for me But now it's it's that Right And so what I started to notice Like I said bro Some of these Some of these strippers Some of these sex workers It just And I'm watching the chatter online That's all it is I'm watching like on Twitter, Facebook, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And they expect you to spend a dollar with them. That's not the way a business should go. You shouldn't expect me to spend a dollar with you. The presentation was sales everything. Bro, you should be grateful that I'm spending my money with yeah. you. The, that, that's in a, me being in a game and running a game. I um, when it comes to the type of stuff, I've, I've dated women and dealt with women and had women in my corner under my wing that literally had presentation, 
in preparation and others that was just like, I'm a woman, I'm a female, I got ass and titties, I'm about to just go out there. Yeah. No preparation, you know? No. And those ones, they would be cool. They'll be a little successful because there's men who just want a woman. Of course. And then there's the ones who are doing everything, getting ready, you know, makeup. They're doing the proper skin. It's just investments into themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit, they're getting the whole buck. You know what I'm saying? They're getting right. everything, you know, yeah. because that's how they're coming. And mm-hmm. people don't realize that in that game, that's the depending on how you treat people, no matter walks, any walk of life, is the results you're going to get. And when it comes to that game, preparation is everything. Being organized is everything. You know what I'm saying? Invest to yourself is everything because you want to raise your price. How are you going to raise it when you ain't did nothing to invest in yourself? Right. You can't raise your prices. No you matter the You length. can't raise your prices. You can't raise your prices. If you, you know? the quality of whatever you're offering doesn't match. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't match the price. I'm not going to do this. And now there's so many people out here. Sex. This is not me advocate. I don't pay for sex work. I don't pay for pussy. That's not my thing. <laughs> just to make that clear. But it's just something I noticed. You know, yeah. saying, like with some of the homegirls. I talked to women who like help manage, you know, some of these strippers and they're like, Yeah, we can't get them to get X amount of prices because they're not doing shit. They're special. not doing the extras, you know. What are you doing to separate yourself? You know what I mean? Like us with this pod, we're trying to get sponsorship. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wanna be we wouldn't be sponsored on the pod for doing our shit, but we can't come with a half ass product and we we can't not at all. That's why we build a list of topics. This is what we're gonna talk about. You know what I mean? We don't ever just get in here and freestyle. Some things might come up. They're going to come up all the time. We're yeah. great at that freelancing, but right, right, right. it's always kind of a structure, at least a topic to go off of. Of course. And so I just think, you know, just having, again, just seeing the shit online, because yeah. hella women now have OnlyFans, and that's a difference, too, like with the OnlyFans shit, right? You can't be on your OnlyFans, like, posting, like, once a week. Oh, no, I'm sorry, not once a week, like, once every two weeks, you know what I'm saying? Or you're on your OnlyFans posting shit, but you're... You still got hella clothes on it. You, you know yeah. So somebody that's out there really popping it for a profit is really going to be out here. You know what I mean? They're going to be really getting to the bag. Yeah. Why do you think that it, like, old girl I just, we were just talking about? Oh, I'm sure her pockets are lined right now. Oh, yeah. I still want to save her, though. I promise you, bro. I don't save her, just, just got I just want to align myself with her. What's yeah. up? What's up? How you doing? Align her. That's what, I like that answer. Align yourself with her. Yeah. yeah. What's up, sweetheart? How are that's you? That's all you got to do, man. Because she's still finding shit. But I'm just saying, like, I know somebody like her because you look at the thing and it's like, yo, she's really out here on it. The price ain't too ridiculous. She could raise the price. It could have been 15. It could have been 20, you know, for what she's offering. It could be dope. But if you're out here just treating people like they owe you money. Yeah, then it's not going to attract money. Yeah. Like, nigga, what's up? Are you going to subscribe or not? You know what I'm saying? And you see the way that these women are talking to people. Damn, nigga, you ain't going to buy a dance. There's yeah. some nigga who be in a club who didn't come to. That's why if I go to a strip club, it's going to be about me throwing my own money or, you know. Yeah, yeah, It's not going to be just going to go to a strip club to eat wings. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. You're there. Them women are. They work hard. They work hella hard. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and there's etiquette to everything. There's etiquette to going to the strip club. Of course, of course. You know what I'm saying? So people don't realize it. Every, they think everything's game or it's tricking or this and that. No, don't enter somewhere. You. It's like if you don't walk into an establishment, you don't plan on spending money. You can't buy drinks. Don't go to the club. Yeah. Depending on somebody else. Now, yeah. Absolutely. Younger as a teen, you know, or as the early twenties, we do that where we ain't, you know, got the homies or we gotta get the homies. But, you know. Being a certain age and then learning that professionally, these strippers and these these bartenders and everybody who's in their lanes, this is how they, this is what they do for a living. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying they're working, so they expect to make a coin. You come by a time where you got to really just pay for what you want to do. You pay to play. That's a yeah. real term. For yeah, real. I have I have a friend right now, man. He um he's with the escort game. He be paying for these bras to do. Yeah, he don't be having sex with them, which is weird to me. That's like companionship. I know. I, listen, yeah, he pays bro, for companionship. I, I know somebody. You know, she has somebody that, that pays for companionship. That's weird. I, I knew to me. I met a female right out of high school that was getting paid for to shit on someone, not even have sex, just to shit on him. And he rubbed shit in his chest. This is nigga. I'm talking. About, I'm 18 or 19. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's this boy been going on for a long time. 
to where people are paying for different things and not yeah. even just sex or being right. Intimate. Everybody has their thing. You know what I mean? Everybody has a thing. That's, My girl, that's, Gimme, shout out to Gimme, man. That's I'm gonna just if you know Gimme, you know her. Mm-hmm. Getting paid to beat motherfuckers. That's wild. The Dominic, she's getting the paid yeah. to whoop ass. She's she ashamed of it, man. I uh, I had to stop. Remember when we talked? We had Cayenne. We was talking to Cayenne. Yeah. And uh, I had to stop shaming because like I I just didn't agree with paying for pussy. I still don't agree really with paying for pussy, except with that one chick. If she do meetups, then we gotta pop it because she fine. Um, yeah, I'm about to ask her that too. If she do that, um, do your thing. I wouldn't, you know. I'm gonna ask. I'm All just right. gonna inquire. You're really a, a curious guy, my baby. I am though. Yeah. See, curiosity kills me every time. But um, but I had to stop and like realize like exactly what goes into that because like I said, the chick I was fucking with last year, I seen how she prepared for her shit. You know what I mean? Like I knew like if I was coming over, she was gonna treat me right. She's gonna dress up. She had the lingerie on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. All the shit she's gonna be smelling. Like the crib is gonna look different than if I just came over to kick it. If I was coming over, you know, to do the thing. Yeah, it was a complete like you said. The, the presentation set. is presentation is everything. Bro, she had these uh, these. Maybe people know her. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that because I think some of the homies know her. All right, man. Well, yeah. But if she there was certain <laughs> shit I knew that she would like do in the house if I was coming over to yeah. to pop it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But if like I said, if I was just coming over to kick it, then it's a whole different atmosphere, atmosphere setting. Yeah. yeah, but um. Yeah, ladies, stop expecting niggas to just pay for the shit that you got to offer just because you have it to offer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be somewhere just like, you know, with men. You're not going to let just any man fuck, unless you're in that profession. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you want a man to present this, have this, do this. It goes, and that's what Marnell got set on fire for earlier, is, you know, it's how he said it. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, get, tell the people what happened. Talk, talk to the people. Basically, a woman's on there like, ladies, what is short? You know what I'm saying? For a what man. What do you consider short? What do you consider short for a man? And so Ronnell, he's ignorant. He retweets <laughs> with a quote and goes, Hey, fellas, what is considered fat for women? You know? Jesus and Christ. And he's asked, and it's not what you say, it's what? How you say it. Because I simply <laughs> said, Hey, what Ronnell meant was height and weight shouldn't determine, you know? Right. Simpler put. Got but, you. I see I see where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah. But simply put, I understand what he was saying, just not how he said it, because but there are the people on Twitter who wait for these type of things. Of course. And who are the advocates of, oh, we want what we want, we deserve what we want. But then when you say it in the same thing for a man in the same sense, it's like, oh, no, that's oh, sexist. Oh, men no, don't deserve shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. it turned into that, him getting crucified, getting a couple stones thrown at him. But, you know, I'm he's sure. Brazilian guy, He don't care. So. No, yeah. he, he doesn't care at all. There's people that ain't really, you know, they ain't really too close at all like that. So if they right. was, they would understand how he was saying it. He just talked shit, so it comes out shitty. But he literally was just saying, hey, you know, you get to have a, a standard. You get to have uh, whatever it's called, and I have to just take whatever. Yeah. You know, I have to love you for you. You can, Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that for anybody. Yeah, for anybody. I said for both sides. It's, it shouldn't be – that shouldn't be right on both sides. You have – you like the preference of tall men, but I can't like the preference of women who have a – Coke bottle figure Or you know Who aren't fat Or whatever it is You know what I'm saying Oh you know what dog Here you go No I called the wrong number No you didn't Yes I did No you didn't For Deontay No you didn't I did I swear to God So I'm trying to make you For Deontay bro I'm about to call Deontay right now Alright I'm not gonna talk <laughs> I <laughs> I hella called the wrong number Pick up the mic Fuck this Hello Dog I thought I called I'm sorry, fam. I thought I called uh, called you. I called the wrong number back. I'm sorry. Uh, 
Oh shit, it's okay. How are you, sir? Do you so still have some better, time? He better answer. Yeah. Okay. All right, Deontay, I got uh, I got twin here. What's up, bro? What's Ronald? How you doing? What's up? What's up? A cabo. I'll say you were a cabo students. <laughs> that's taking it back. They don't know AAA. nothing about oh, that. That's, that's taking it back to AAA. AAA. That's Magnolia that's soldiers. These <laughs> Magnolia soldiers, bro. I'm telling you, man. I, I think I was trying to. I was trying to borrow the sweater from uh, one of our homeboys, Dwayne. I was trying to. Uh, oh man, he still got from, the sweater too, and it actually looks decent. He still decent. got the sweater. Cool, yeah, Does he got he really? the real cardigan, bro. I didn't go to AAA. So no, you missed oh, out. You missed out. We, 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 we can tell. We can tell, brother. <laughs> you ain't got to tell. Hey, brother, I went to Washington Middle School. Don't, uh... <laughs> well, all right. See, I went there, too, before I went to AAA, though. Yeah, so yeah. I ain't going gonna, gonna to hate. You got the best of you both know, worlds. I see you. Yeah. you know, and it, it, It's so crazy, though, because people talk about, like, what I'm doing in community now. Yeah. But, like, one of the first things I ever did was with the twins. No, Like, yeah. we're trying to, trying to do the Academy reunion. I'd literally only been home, like, maybe, like, six months and no, we yeah, put that you, you just got back like literally just yeah. got back and you know we have all made up you know talked about it and getting back together and stuff but especially when he spoke it up it was like well shit i mean it's an easy button you know what i'm saying especially for us not having that school established anymore we don't have no reunions yeah it's people right. who haven't seen each other in so long it yeah. was like yeah fuck it we'll just do that fuck, we ain't got nowhere to go as it is we'll just do it at sam's whoever comes comes right but right it really was for us to get together because the post that we all was on in our little um, African-American Academy um, forum or whatever, it was a lot of feedback and a lot of people like, hey, remember this, remember that. So we're like, let's That's get tight. together. You know? And it was pretty dope, though, man. So, I mean, that was that was just cool for you to do with us, but everything else you're doing is, like, on some other shit. Like, so let's, man, that's what I want to talk AAA, about. I do want to talk about that. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Deontay, currently right now you're campaigning, right? I am can- I'm on a campaign campaign. Let's yes, sir. Let's tell, tell the people what you're campaigning for, what, you, <clears throat> what, you, what you're about, what you're doing. Okay, so I'm running for NAACP's uh, presidency. Um, I was pre- I pre- I am currently on there as their first ever LGBTQ chair. Um, oh, nice. The first ever in the nation. So, like, one of those things of, like, I'm actually going to go down in history for something positive. No, Seattle said <laughs> trends, fucking tight. Seattle said trends. Always. Yeah, yeah. That, that actually, that's, that's hella dope. Yeah. And so now you're right. running for the presidency of the Seattle chapter. For the Seattle chapter. And I'm super duper excited about it because, you know, there's not very many people in the room, you know what I'm saying, that are our age, that mm-hmm. are, pr- there's not very many leaders in the community that are actually from Seattle. Exactly. Seattle, you know you what I'm saying? saying? That and it, yeah. That's no shade. There's no shade to, towards the leaders in the spaces because I think that um, their advocacy made me want to advocate harder. But no, see, I'm, yeah, I, I come sure. from the gener, I come from the, I come from the generation of where, where, where there was a rose petal, where there was a stock market, Sheesh. you know, like stock I'm talking market. about no, listen, when you could walk. And, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I swear yeah. not too long ago, I'm thinking about the same thing. Like, you know, we need people who are like us and of us in the community because we've been here through all the changes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we're in that club, age where we were the petal. last of, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Dino's and rose petal and yeah. rose choir and stock market. Or, when you and, could, or, or not to cut you off, but when you could actually walk inside, of the Jack in the Box on No, him. literally, and sit down yeah, and eat, when had, you know had a lobby. Yeah. When, you know, yeah. MLK didn't split up like it did. You know, it was right, just right, a right, simple right. road, you know? Before, right, when we, had two lanes on, when we had two lanes on, on Rainier. Rainier and they didn't care about bikes more than <laughs> they cared about people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. But the, the the main thing about that is what I mean by that, you know, I'm from the South End. Yeah. And, and, and when it comes down to it, Capitol Hill has always been an area that has always been very progressive in the spaces of LGBTQ. Yeah. But we, like us as a culture, they haven't done anything for us in general. So, you know, when it comes down to it, um, I'm not looking for 
And don't get it twisted. I respect all my, my allies out there in the Capitol Hill area, but I'm from the hood. If I'm going to talk about LGBTQ issues, I know that there are young people or, or young people in my community that look like me that might be that might that might be going through the exact same thing. And, and I'm going to have that. the discussions out yeah, there. Right. Exactly. So, Deontay, really quick, I want to challenge you real fast. Um, uh Oh, because we've had well, not challenge you, but I do want you to kind of speak to this. Um, we've had a conversation before about people who are African-American who put the LBGTQ um, agendas above the black agenda. And I know yeah. that that's something that you've had to had conversations about. You've had to answer to. Um, right. While we're here, do you mind just kind of speaking to that a little bit? Okay. See, I think I think there's like a disconnect with that, right? Uh-huh. Because when it comes down to it, it's, it, it goes on two, two swords, right? Um, we talk about black issues, but if and, and we have a lot of community leaders that say, "Oh, I'm I'm working for the whole diaspora of of com- uh, a black a black issues," but the issues that have impacted the black community within LGBTQ issues is a black issue. Yeah, you know, we have okay. dealt with so much internalized stigma from churches to um, just in the spaces of just um, of just discrimination. We discriminated against our own spaces. Uh, when it comes to LGBTQ issues. Now, on the other hand, um, the main reason, and this also goes to the space where I'm trying to, I'm having conversations with community, with uh, black community to advocate for us, because what happens with our LGBTQ community members is they end up going to Capitol Hill and in this, and, and, and Capitol Hill areas or, or white area uh, or exactly. areas with, yeah. with privileged people. Yeah. And then guess what they do? They, some of them end up jumping on the white narrative. Right. Um, and then we're like, okay, well, we don't, we don't want to cover that. Well, if, if, if certain organizations or certain community, community spaces offered space for LGBTQ people and, and, and grabbed a hold of them, it would be our whole narrative. We just have to be a lot more inclusive Yeah. and just, and, and not just thinking of it, not just thinking of it. Oh, well, I'm, I'm for black issues, but I'm not for that. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Okay. And I understand that wholeheartedly. I truly do because at this point in time, they intertwine as far as, first off, we're black. Before being anything else, you're born black. So that's why I feel that we have to make sure we're covering more bases than one because the same things you speak on with having to go Capitol Hill to get recognition, it's, it's the same thing with us having to go to certain places because we don't have that safe haven being, you know, not only just heterosexual male, but being a black male, you know? So we also yeah. don't have the resources, the places to go to. And where they are, it's not just about us being black. And just like you said, with the things that are passed down generational-wise, and the, the, the I wouldn't, I hate saying curses because we can, we can change it, but it's being changed now. You know, the, the right. narrative back then was, you know, being homophobic and gay is wrong. And, you know, and we can see that coming from our parents' generation to now being us to where I'm older and I'm, I'm confident with myself. I've never been homophobic because I've accepted everyone that I know who may have been right. different from the beginning. But I can see where other people who can have those issues of saying, or and I think it starts with yourself. You know, if you're comfortable with you, then you can set to whoever's doing, you know, whatever they're doing because it has would, nothing to do. With I would you. challenge that. I don't know if it's- I, I, bro, listen, I, I can understand you challenge it, but I don't. I'm saying that because of the walks of life I deal with and people I love and deal with, and I don't judge them or see them for I, anything. I only but who say they this are. only because we know that, like, 
a lot of homophobia is embedded into us through yeah. the pre- the previous generation. But I, I without, said learning any yourself. Stuff. Well, yeah, it ends up with you. Yeah. I don't think it starts with you. I thought I think it starts with what you've been taught. Being there. Yeah. It must have been like, and it you also, know, and in, not to cut your brothers off, but it also comes down to this. Homophobia, to me, is plagued by, it also starts with fear. Yeah. So I think a lot of people have to get over their fears of yeah. thinking, think uh, living in the spaces of stigma yeah. by thinking that that is actually people's narrative. Like, yeah. I grew up with y'all. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was not, I, 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 I wouldn't say that I was a stereotypical type of, I, 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 I mean, I was, I was my own, own lane. Yeah. I think a lot of us in the spaces are, are, are our own people. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's just like in, in this day and age, we have to get over the homophobia, especially the transphobia. Cause at the end of the day, when it all comes down to it, and this is going to be some tea too, when it all comes down to it, it's not the majority of the people that are usually really, really homophobic end up getting exposed online yeah. later on. Oh, no. It so, you, you see that. And, and, that's, and that's why I said when you're comfortable with who you are. Like, right. that's yeah. why I say you can't be, you can't argue with somebody who knows who they are. You know what I'm saying? And saying who they are. You can't shame You know, even as a like heterosexual man, I know what I like. I know what I want. There's nobody that's going to throw up a video or a text message because I'm true to myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing Absolutely. it to, to keep a, a name or to hide a facade. I know what I like and what I want. That's why I'm able to accept whoever walks the walk they walk. And, you know, you don't have to say it. You You know. People know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. just accepting and being comfortable with who you are. But other than that. Right. Um, and that's exactly why I'm running for president, yeah. because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, it's time to stop. NAACP King County has also been a space where it's been class. We dealt with a lot of classism. You yeah. know what I mean? No, for, oh, um, for sure. You know, so I come into this space and I'm not a moderate. I don't I'm not going to sit there. And if I don't agree with something after reading the bylaws, I'm not going to just sit there and just be like, oh, that's not. Oh, well, we can talk about that later or yeah. or, oh, I should be. Su- There's a certain level because, see, when I first came on the board, uh-huh. I was being tokenized. But okay. when I started not when I started affirming for myself what what you ain't going to do. And this is what I do know. See, well, people don't realize <laughs> that either, too, because they're going to be like, oh, he's a token black guy. We can kill two yeah. birds, one stone. Yeah. And people don't realize yeah. that, you know, people go. I swear, like people go through things on every level. I don't care who you are, what you are, whatever. You're going to go through shit where, OK, now I'm being used. Like, fuck that. Like, hold on. Like, I got a real purpose. I got a real a real mission. And you're not going to just say, oh, he's gay and he's black. You're going to just put me in this box and then use me for your benefit. And I understand. Uh- and I respect that. Absolutely. And it's time to and it's also like a message towards our our people. It's time for our generation to be in the rooms, the spaces of the NAACP. I hear you, brothers, uh, on this podcast. Yeah, but I hear you, brothers, on this podcast and y'all be talking. Y'all, y'all, y'all got some stuff. Y'all got some stuff and uncovering a lot of great things on this podcast. I think that it's uh, and it's also to the viewers as well. Like, you know, it's time for us, our generation to actually be in the in the room because. Let's get it. Let's not get it twisted. We respect our elders, but we know some. We know some ish too. If Man, that makes yeah. sense. And they gave us some boo. And listen, we are unlearning what we was taught and learning anew with everything, you know. And um, people are gonna be who they are, but a, a lot of it is passed down. A lot of it is taught, but also our elders, you know. A lot of us, a lot of them ain't passing it to us. We gotta take it, you know. There's a lot of people who aren't with the new way or aren't with an open mind that are in control of things or have power. Yeah. And um, you're seeing I, a lot of that. Those me and my brother run into a lot. Even with the entertainment in Seattle, they love our culture, but they don't like us. You know, so right. they, they, they're using us or they want to use us to generate well, money or I whatever. Mean, well, 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 look at it. You know, at the end of the day, all of like back in the day, I mean, in the, back in the day or within the spaces of community, like 
we have the biggest, best black club promoters out there, right? Yeah, sure. But have anybody offered a space for us to own our own stuff? No, nobody. No, because it's, it, it it makes it it makes it feel it makes them feel better that they're doing. Oh, well, well, at least we're being inclusive. We're yeah. inclusive on that space. Exactly. But no, you can't get right. the you can get you can look at the acres and you could you could be on the land. But, but at the end of shit. the day, you you can't <laughs> yeah. own it. Yeah, and that's that's, that's definitely a problem. And as we talk more about. Um, we have more people getting involved and in, we're talking about equity just within spaces and just talking about land. That's why conversations with people like Naima are so important. Yeah. People who are helping. Oh my God, I love her. Um, no, yeah, she's on her no, damn Naima's thing. Phenomenal. But even just now with him, like that just enlightened me, him saying, because I don't know how gay people feel about Capitol Hill. Literally him just saying that was like, well, damn. <laughs> Shit. Right. He Capitol, feel like it. Capitol, Capitol Hill. It's a space where, it's a space where, where yeah, they'll 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 have uh, they'll open up the space yeah. on a night for us to be out there and party and yes because at the end of the day it's not like the South and ever the South South King has yeah. ever offered a space for any anybody queer right. yeah so but at the same time there's nothing there for our culture exactly you have people out there you have performers that have been performing out there for forever well, but you know when Dave, can somebody Dave Chappelle said it best man he said an issue's not an issue until it's an issue for a white man yeah. You know right. what I mean? And so now that we we see a lot of these spaces opening up on Cap Hill because white men are in the vicinity. Because white right. men feel alienated. Or Asian men because that's who Right, right. Well, yeah, I was going yeah. I was going to say that too cuz I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of we have to also really pay attention. Like we have to start being in the space for being inclusive uh for being for covering the whole diaspora for us cuz when you look at the demographic of Capitol Hill yeah. and the like the nonprofit mm. programs that they have out there uh -huh. they get almost 2 million dollars a year in funding for for things that are geared towards LG black LGBTQ community exactly and health disparities Do what you, if um, what oh go ahead i'm sorry go, go ahead. ahead no i was going to say what if the black led organizations got together and said no this is our, like we'll you're not going to determine what works for us or what's yeah, going to be you, beneficial gonna, for us. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to we're going to advocate for this community better late than never. And you you know what you can do, uh, Department of Health? You can give us that money. You can give us that money. Now, what wanna, would it look like? then? I want to ask you this, because we know what happens with, with the women's rights movements the women's voting movements. These are movements that were uh, supposed to go to support, you know, black women, mostly, largely. And they were co-opted by white women, right? Yeah. So if you were, say, you know, the president and you're leading a movement, do you feel like you would face something like that? You know, where it's now being co-opted by someone who's white or someone of a different community. And if you were, if that were to happen or you sense that happen, what would you do to stop that? That's a really that's a that's a good question. It is. I think that it's very important for mm -hmm. us to make sure that we are at the helm of our, our narrative at the, at the forefront of our narrative uh -huh. um i've watched and we've watched it throughout the spaces of people we have great allies mm -hmm. but i've even watched allies who are white um allies on our, in our in our communities sit there and actually down black women or tell black people oh well you know that's not the issue let me tell you about black people and that's always Ooh, been shit. it. Whoa. You know Ooh, what I mean? No, 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 no. Listen, I've dealt with it in, in the promotional business. People don't realize that, like I said, I said it before, they like our culture, don't like us. There's a whole bunch of Asians and Russians who own land, Middle Easterns who own land. They know when they're losing money or it's bad for them, 
Who are we inviting in? Black people. Turn now we can promote yeah. because we spend the most at the bar because we have nowhere to go because, you know, we're going to turn this into a main vein. Like, it's going to be a main artery. We're going to be coming here because it's the only place we're invited and they play our music. And then they sit up yeah. in these meetings that I've been to with the city and we're sitting up here and every time it's a problem, black people are the root. But when it's a right. solution, black people are the root. It, right. I've seen it on both ends. Like, okay, right. we have to be on the black side because we have to advocate for us using their culture, using their music, and then turn them away. But then at the same time, they're like, well, will they cause all the fights? Will they cause all the disruptions? Oh, well, they don't produce this and that. It's just, That's it's not fucked true, up. though. It is true, yeah. bro. No, 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 no. I'm saying as far as. Oh, as far as that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, and that's how they also, do it. Where's the scapegoat? Also, uh, also, in the spaces like for the, but within the spaces of the NAACP, you know, we also we're, we're a civil rights organization that'll that'll advocate for civil rights for all people. But of course, of course yeah. us us uh, us us at the helm of this. So like when we talk about things like, we have also have to like reach out to our Asian community members. And let me tell you why, because just as quick as we lost our central district, they have lost their Beacon Hill, and we want to also be in a yeah, space to advocate for them in their space yeah. too. You know, because I think that, <clears throat> I, but 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 also to answer your question, like, I you know I. How can I put this? Because I am on a podcast, but I'm also going to keep it real. I've always been a person to check that ish at the door. So, I mean, I don't I think that if president, that's what I think that I would just I think I know people well enough to build a board where we know it's inclusive, but also people know their know their space. Well, their space, space and, and, know their, and know their history, you know, just like because yeah. um, I've talked with people before about just like you said with the agents losing Beacon. I spoke to people about Chinatown, so I found myself being educated because I'm like, yeah, yeah, this and that about Chinatown, and then figured out it was Japantown, you know, and they got pushed out by Chinese people. And there's so much history with that. Mm. No, literally, right. it was it was literally Japantown before, yeah. and the agreements made with all the camps and all the um, you know, concentration camps, right. they gave it basically to Chinese people, you know, what I'm saying, and so much history. So and there's I, a lot of. There's a lot of history that we do not need to get lost. Exactly. Because I think that right. with all we have a boom of people coming in here. But, you know, like we like we're in the spaces of like trying to rebuild that. But we also can't forget about we also can't forget about other people in the space. And that, all. If yeah, that makes especially sense. for you, because people think that the NAACP is just a black led organization. It's the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. You better know uh, it. You are covering more than just us. You know what I mean? So why? And I'm sure you're going to face that because when you become president, because we're going to speak that into existence. No, we're going to manifest that because we need yeah. him. Because we need him, just like we said, to be the forefront. Because that's the problem. Right. Minority became something for everyone. Even became yeah. to a thing uh, to where yeah. now people are getting money and funding for saying they're a minority. Or just when a it's person not, of color. It's, exactly. It's not yeah. affecting the black people, though. I learned that with um, Terry Calloway. His dad owns one of the biggest black construction companies, right? Shout out to TK. So yeah. his dad, yeah. he's always <laughs> preaching to us. And we're always, you know, we take it lightly until we go to a meeting one day. And he says, look, all these people, all the construction company up here is owned by certain people. Right. Certain, like, mafia business. Now, when the 60s hit and the government start doing all these certain restrictions and setting rules and laws, now we put in our companies in our wife's name because women are now minorities. Mm, so the yeah. jobs are going mm. to minorities, which right. are supposed to be black, Mexican. But these white people were smart because my wife's a minority. There's been this in her name yeah. now. So she gets the funding, she gets the tasks, all that. Everything works in her honor and her favor. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's we need him to be president because not only just being a representative of his community as far as being gay, but also being black. Like, we don't have someone that's saying, hey, look, the money needs to go here. The resource needs to go here. We need to think about developing here. We need a business group here. Africatown does a lot. I give them we a lot. We need somebody to get Africa us. Town, Africatown is, is hands down. Hands down. Uh, the, the, the one, it's not just a blueprint. Yeah. 
it is not just it is just not the blueprint but honest honest to god probably one of the it is it is I will say that it is an organization that I not only look up to, but aspire for the NAACP to be like to be like that, but in a, in our own different way. Yeah, because it's not just about it's it, it, it within they have it covered on the spaces of housing. But look at all of our friends in the spaces. One thing's for certain, and two things for sure: black people know how to survive during a pandemic. Man, hello, we, we've been all, surviving. Look at everybody selling everything, <laughs> all these things. But what if we what if we w- reached out to areas like Kent? And created and basically said, like, look, we know you're over here with all these buildings. Why don't you loan us out? Give us half price and loan us out these four buildings throughout the year. The space. Put Kyle's restaurant in there. Put put Patrice's restaurant. In, uh, put shout Patrice's, out to, shout uh, out to Kyle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kyle, I, I paid thirty five dollars for the hibachi, <laughs> brother. So you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. Hibachi still it was good. I got some smash burgers a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but, shout out but, to Soul Fiend Kitchen, man. Go down and get you right. Some. Yeah, get you some. $35, though. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> well, hey, you know what, though? Wait, wait, real quick. I thought about that, too, right? Okay, so look, just real quick, just on, on Kyle's shit. So I thought about that, right? Because I seen that price, and I was like, $35 for some hibachi, you know, chicken and, uh, you know, you get the rice and all that. And I was like, I man, I'm not trying to pay $35 for that. But then I thought about, okay, well, what if I went to Mizu's, right? Yeah. Or what if I went to Benihana's? Or what if I went to Tokyo's? Or one yeah. of these other places? You're going to spend at least 50 bucks for that. Yeah, easy. You know what I'm saying? So then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what, fam? One, he's a person in my community. I grew up with Kyle. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Washington. He's, yeah, Washington Middle School, Randy Beach High School. Uh, then I thought about, okay, he's he's significantly lower than if I went to a restaurant and supported somebody else's community. This is a person yeah, within our own community that I can pull up on him. You know what I mean? And he sees me, he might give me some extra. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. He I was don't... at the he was at the football game, so um, I couldn't get no extra, but... Gotcha. But at the same time, it felt good to be in the spaces of supporting them and, right. and, and yeah. support supporting one another. And I think that I, I, and I want to just encourage my black people in this space. Remain, remain going for it. Don't let nothing in the spaces. Uh, no one has had a manual with how this year went. Exactly. I know this year has not Jesus been well Christ, for yeah. anybody. But one thing about if you want to have black people defined in the, in the dictionary, we're resilient. resilient. And I want us to just remain resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout this throughout this space, um, hell, you got a dream. You got a dream. You got an opportunity right now, even in the midst of the fire, to um, make it a reality. Right. Especially when you got people that are rooting for you, so and how, that's why if you vote for me for NAACP president. So how do we hey, vote for you? How, how do we do that? How do we vote for you? How do we ensure so, so that you in the, get in the, So right now, it's um, you have to sign up. You had to sign up to be a member within the within the first thirty days. But what I will tell everybody to do is like. Go to my page. Um, I, I got a website, DeontayDamper.com. I ain't never had a .com, so God, blessed be to God. <laughs> Man, that's uh, huge. But, that's what's up, bro. But, but you go there, you can look. If you've known me, if you don't, if you have any questions about about my plan, you can actually see what I'm going to do in the first 90 days. And at that's the end up, of the man. day, it, 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 it speaks volumes when you're going to be there, but it would mean a hell of a lot if we as community of my generation showed up. Okay. Well, yeah. And I mean, bro's gonna definitely promote that link. So we definitely will. Whatever time you can, just you know, go ahead, tag me in or send it to me, and we'll definitely push it out so we definitely. get the community behind you and get you in that chair because we need it. We need it uh, a lot. You know, um, yeah, you even even with uh, Kun mm-hmm. pushing his, it's it's 
we need it. You know, even if you Man, I don't care. Wasn't that inspiring though? No, to it's see so inspiring thing, to yeah. see him on his thing and on his stuff. And um, you know, because I know people who've been to the Capitol. I know people who deal with issues. You know, Toshi, that's one of my close friends from Garfield. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and her father is into the politics yeah. and stuff. You know, so I've I've but it, when it comes to us or people of color. You know, I love seeing that, you know, and it's good to see a transition of, okay, I'm in the community, I've been this promoter, I've been this DJ, I've been this and that. They gave me hope to maybe one day use my network to right. get in a position to, to see work Kun, To see Kun, and we're talking about Chikundi Salisbury, he was yeah. he was running yeah. for um, uh, City 37 Council. 37 right? 37 district. Yeah, 37 district, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately he lost. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was just inspiring to see him campaigning, you know. Him making his phone calls because he called me too and was like, "What's up, Reese? We've been rocking for X amount of time. Vote for me, yada yada." Of course, mm-hmm. absolutely, you know. Like and this. the thing about it is, what you what the thing about um, that's so inspiring about Cunt is he still won. You know, for you to come into a spaces and be a DJ, club promoter, magazine owner, working for Parks and Rec, he ain't right. never stopped. He ain't never stopped that hunger that I was just talking about. Yeah, never stopping right. that drive. Yeah. And then the best part about him and. This is what shows you what 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 real recognize the definition of like real recognize real. He's going where he's going, but he ain't forgot about where he's been. Yeah. And he's always yeah. came back and inspired, came still inspiring the youth. Yeah. Always been Absolutely. an advocate before the LGBTQ youth before before it was even trending. Yeah. You right. know. Right, right, right. Um. You know, and it's just it's one of those things like you know that man is so he has so much empathy for the community, and I know that like. Uh, within the state rep space, yeah, he lost that space of the election. But trust me, we're going to be talking about the Salisbury family for for a long damn and time. Shout out to Omari yeah. too, man. Shout out to O. Oh, yeah, yeah. O's doing his Definitely. thing. They have the network. I forgot the name of the network. What's it? Um, Converge. Converge Media. Converge Media. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Converge. They change, helped us with the, the podcast. Game, they change were, the game. They recorded our podcast for what a good six months. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Love them. Like I said, like you said, bro, the Salisbury family is, is here. State ain't going nowhere. Uh, right. Shout out to little O. Shout out to uh, O's kids as well. Uh, little O and his daughter. I forgot his daughter's name, but she's magnificent. She's doing a great job over there for the media company. So yeah, man, we need more people within our community that's going to stand up and do some amazing things. Uh, Deontay, we appreciate you, brother. Now I appreciate. Yeah, I'm glad y'all, for you because you know um, you you were supposed to been on here a while ago, but you uh, know you, 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 you know you remember what happened. So see, I'm glad see, I'm you're here. Tell y'all because I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Something had happened. I took I took a nap. You know, and you know, I was, I, you know, I, was, you know, and I was, I was wrong. You know, I took a nap, and I'm, and I apologize. But, but one thing's for certain, and two things for sure. I never stopped listening to the podcast. I never stopped. Me, me and Reese probably have a conversation like once, once every two months. Pop culture, yeah. politics, mm-hmm. politics, um, black men health, black men and health. All that. So for you real, know, for real. Just you know, but yeah. and it, it's it's still. I'm just I'm just grateful for the opportunity to speak on on the spaces of this podcast. And um, I just want y'all to just keep on shining. Anything that I could do to support, please let me know. Oh no, I got you. But send that link over if you can on Facebook. Um, to me or bro, uh, we'll promote it for you. Push it out for you guys. Go check it out. com. I got a dot com. Next thing you know, you know, after this, I might even release a mixtape. Man, you know, listen, y'all might be playing I, my mixtape. I need I, we need a no, billboard. We need a billboard. I want you know, a billboard. We need a billboard, okay? <laughs> man said I might release No, we need us to be seen around the city, man. I thought about that, man. We ain't, we, we need to push the issue. <laughs> we need to push the issue, man. Whatever. Black in Seattle. I don't give a fuck how you walk. You black in Seattle. We need to push the issue, especially people who are inner city, like real inner city kids. Yeah. Anybody yeah. that grew up outside of Seattle, you're for us. You want us to have better opportunities with owning houses and all that. I want you to support us too. But I'm speaking yeah. to the people who grew up. 
South End yeah. City, West Seattle, inner city kids who got the joy of being raised in a beautiful place and then it being taken from you, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, kind of stripped from you and not being able to be who you are. But like I said, I thank right. you for coming back and talking to us, man. You're enlightening. You definitely have a different outlook on life with being who you are and what you're doing. So I appreciate you thank being you. on this podcast, man, and keep pushing. And being bro got your back. That ain't never changed, even when you stood us up. I mean, we still want to do everything because we know if we know somebody in high places, then we'll be in high place too. So you never, you know, it's never a big you little me thing. It's always us. So we appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. I appreciate you, brother. Of course, my guy. Uh, you take care, bro. We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit later. All right. Have All a right, good one, y'all. All right, man. Take, take care. care. Love that guy, man. I well, yeah, definitely one of my favorite people ever since we went to AAA. Man, it was a good, good, good thing meeting him in his lifetime, for real. I want to call somebody real quick. I'm sorry, I mean, I make this brief. Yeah, man. You know, we uh, we got no time limit. We ain't got no time limit, but I got time to do shit. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you do got shit to do. Yeah, man. I I'm a student, nigga. I understand. Congratulations <laughs> to you, man, for going back to school. Thank you, bro. I appreciate That's it. That's fucking huge. Yes, sir. Shit's tough, though. I can imagine. You have reached it the voice. I'm just staying consistent, man. That's all I'm doing. Got you. Staying consistent. I wanted to, uh, what's this nigga doing, man? Man, they're doing a lot of nothing. Shit. Hold on. Let me call. Nah, I'm not going to call. Anyway, all right, man. I had a couple folks I wanted to call. Oh, you know what? Uh, I talked to Sherm. I talked to, okay, so. Uh, Ashley and Richard Sherman are doing a giveaway. Hold on real quick. It's called The Spirit of Giving. They're doing, um, what is it, five weeks of giving. Um, so if you can, it's, it's from November 16th through December 20th. Yeah. Um, the Week one is a warm weather gear. Week two is a coat drive. Week three is a toy drive. Week four are books and school supplies. Week five is baby and hygiene supplies. So all you'd have to do is go and if you can, you want to donate in person, uh, if you have the opportunity to do that, you'll go to U.S. Nails in Renton. Yeah. And that's on, uh, it's a 17650 140th Ave Southeast. It's the nail salon uh, that they own up in up in the Highlands. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also donate virtually at PayPal or via PayPal at 25blanketcoverage at gmail.com. Um, it's part of Richard Sherman's Blanket Coverage uh, Family Foundation, the Richard Sherman Family Foundation. Um, like I said, they own the nail shop up there in the Highlands. So, uh, it's a great cause. Uh, we had an amazing conversation this morning about that. They're also uh, working with the NAACP, um, you know, just to bring about just some change for some families. This has been a really hard year for a lot of families. A lot of people can't really afford. A lot of people aren't working. Unemployment's not doing enough. Uh, our government's not doing enough. They took away the $600 stimulus, you know, from a lot of people. So uh, a lot of people really aren't. We don't have a lot of money. You no. know, there's a lot Fuck of underprivileged kids. Trump. So. Um, at, Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, Ashley and, and Rich, man, they, they do a lot for the community. Even though Sherm, you know, he plays in uh, San Francisco now. You know, he's still part of this, very much so a part of our community. Oh, for here. sure. Yeah. Uh, his wife's from here, of course. Yeah. You know, so they still continue to give back. So if you guys have it in you to donate anything, like I said just go to the U.S. Nails in the, in the Highlands or go to, uh, or, you know, donate uh, via PayPal, 25 blanket coverage at gmail.com. So shout out to Sherm. Shout out to Ash, man. That's fam. Those yeah, guys are amazing. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, Shout out to them. Support them because um, it's needed. We talk about people in the community of status and stature doing things. Whenever somebody do something, even if you don't, don't, don't donate, promote it, word of mouth. Yeah, I'm going to post the, uh, the flyer on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, and then, man, prayers out to Sherman. He's supposed to be getting back on the field soon. Nice. He had to, idiot, he had to change his number this morning because he tried to DM somebody and then fucking... 
posted his number on the internet. Oh. Uh. Like a dummy. So I talked to some guys this morning, like, fam, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what's, for what? For what? Half sleep doing shit. Stupid. Sure. <laughs> for him to be as brilliant as he is. Like, oh, yeah, you know, it happens. My guy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, Um. yeah, so there's that. You got anything going? You're a student right now. Congratulations um, to you. Let's talk about that just for a second. Yeah. You're back in school. Yeah, I'm back in school. Business finished management. Up business and management. I okay. started it in Are you gonna be? Are you going to have an escort business? Um, I don't know. I'm just going to make sure. I've done a lot of shit, so I made sure I got the degree to go with. Gotcha. Whatever I want to do. Congratulations. Yeah, man. I'm proud you know, of you. I'm thank thank you, bro. It's tough, but it's necessary. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And um And you're back in the gym. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm I'm raising the price up. I'm getting older, so I ain't trying to, you know, fall apart. Yeah, health as well. And health as wealth and all that. And so, you know, I just uh I've been trying to take care of myself because I gotta be good for my babies. Yeah. That's it, man. Yeah, man. That's Beautiful it. little girls too, man. Thank you very much. I need to see them soon. I ain't seen them in a little bit. Oh yeah, no. I we, seen Sky with a party this weekend. What was going on this weekend? You guys popping it? Um Little kid party. I want to take oh, okay. them to. That's about it. Other than that, uh, shit, whatever though. I'll be chilling with the babies. Got you, got you. Okay, you guys gotta come out to the house too, man. Yeah, no, I pull up. Might pull up this weekend. I'm, I'm just, I'm just at the house, laying in bed. I you can't have summer you. or no? Uh, not on the weekends. Okay. She's with her mom Saturday through Tuesday. Okay. And then I'll pick her up Tuesday in the evening. So this afternoon I'll pick her up. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't do shit. I'm, I'm hella medicine. I can't do nothing. Well, definitely might pull up on you. I'm trying to pop some stitches them. at some point, but you know. <laughs> Every time about the end of the cool note, this nigga just has to say, "I have to." <laughs> and the stitches, yeah. so, it's the thrust. The thrusting will knock the stitches <laughs> out. <laughs> if you got stitches here, right. stitches, it's the thrust. Dog, it was so cold, bro. I'm, do, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get on that. Um, <laughs> who put out music? Who has put out music? You know who put out music. Should I actually enjoy? Hold on. Let's see. We're going to bring this shit to an end. God, man. I'm looking for a fucking... What do you call it? Anyway, look. Hey, if you put out new music, hit us up and send it to us. Because we will play it on the podcast. We're not stingy like that. We love Seattle artists. Um, what? What's, have you been in love with any songs lately? Just to her. And um, and I like Baby Song, man. The practice. I like that shit. I ain't gonna lie. People be, you know, because his uh, his his cadence with his rapping and you know, people make fun of dog. Yeah, but that uh, he's saying shit. It's his style, and people would set trends with their styles, bro. I don't know why yeah. people get mad at that. And nobody was really rapping like that, you know. what I'm saying because he's not really it's close to mumble, but he's pronunciating shit. He just has a fast cadence. So you realize you that's know? not a word. What? Pronunciating. Oh, pronounce. And the pronunciation. You said pronunciating. Oh, uh, pronunciation. I'm sorry. That's not the word either. So. I'm saying, no, I'm saying pronunciation is a word when you want to extend it, right? No. Okay. When you want to clarify it? Like, what do you mean? Because, I'm not saying in that form of sentence, I'm saying fixing it. I meant his pronunciation. Oh, pronunciation. Okay, yeah, I, got you, I got said you. the wrong word, but I meant his pronunciation of no the words. words. No yeah. words. So he, he um, every time, you know, people make fun of how he's rapping, it's like, I think about people said trends. Migos did the mumble rap. Um, T-Pain and brought I, back and his I fuck with, uh And I fuck with the baby, too. No, the, that new song, though, that, that's a good song. Though. I ain't gonna lie. So me and Nye were talking. Nye, friend of the show, she's been on the pod before. We were talking about just like Aaliyah's records and how come Aaliyah's shit's not on streaming. And she sent me a link on SoundCloud to some Aaliyah shit. And that's what we're getting the pod with. So here we go. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh.
real quick. I just gotta. I told Akeem I shot him out because he was on the phone. I was telling him about the OnlyFans girl, and I said, uh, "I was like, man, I want to save her." And he said, like the great Jay Z said, "Once a good girl's gone bad, she's gone forever." You gotta live with the fact I did you wrong forever. Jeez, man, it's all good, man. I still got Arizona. I'm straight. We good. <laughs> Still betting on that. That gotta be a thing. All right, man. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. We apologize for the break, but rocking you guys. This nigga is alive. I don't know why apologizing for surviving. I just, <laughs> I, I'm loyal to the pod, man. I love doing this. You know, it's you know, what like I mean? yeah. But if you die, we're gonna do it. I don't know exactly. The next, the, I'm telling you, the next shit is the uh, the colonoscopy. They want to check and see if I have cancer. It's like, you know, that's a concern. You saying we want to make sure. Yeah, there ain't nothing. I just wanted to see. I had a thought. I was like, how would I respond if they told me I had cancer? Yeah. You would definitely get in the best shape of your life. All right, no, I yeah. would laugh first. Yeah. And then I would take a, I would spend a week somewhere. Yeah. Aruba, Tulum, Jamaica. I'd be gone for a week. Then I would come back and get in hella good shape. But No phone, no nothing. You're gone for a week. I'm out. Live it up. I would, it was me and my camera. Yeah. Seriously. Like, you know. Yeah, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I pop, I'm telling you, I would laugh first. Mr. Reese, you have six months. <laughs> All right. All right, man. Uh, that's it. <laughs> See you guys later. I got to go live life. <laughs> yeah, I got to get after it right now. Yeah, immediately. All right, man. We appreciate you guys again. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace. For sure.